Welcome back. We're going to be continuing in our study in John. Uh, Last week, we left off right in the middle of chapter 4, and it was actually right in the middle of the story. Uh, We had covered 26 verses of John chapter 4, which there was so much material in there that we uh, just wanted to keep it separate for its own week. So today, we're going to be looking at verses 27 through 42. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read the whole passage and then just make a few brief comments to set you up to have a good conversation. So this is John chapter 4, starting in verse 27. Just then, his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me, all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say, There are yet four months, then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor." Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world." Well, uh, we know that this passage does have a lot to do with evangelism or or sharing the gospel, uh, telling of the good news, uh, because Jesus uses this image right in the middle about sowing and reaping to uh, teach us something about the harvest. And so that triggers our mind to see that maybe this whole encounter with this woman is teaching us things about what it looks like to share the gospel, what it looks like to open up our lives to others. Uh, One simple thing that stands out to me is that the disciples are so shocked when they come back to see Jesus speaking with a woman. And what I love about Jesus is that he's willing to be misunderstood. Uh, He doesn't feel like he always has to be um, doing everything exactly the way everyone else thinks that he should. And when it comes to loving someone and sharing the truth with someone, Um, He's willing to be misunderstood to care for someone, in particular, this Samaritan woman. And then what I love is that after his encounter with her, uh, she left her jar in verse 28. It says, so the woman left her water jar and went away into the town. So the whole reason she had come was to get water, was to draw water. And then after she met Jesus, she totally forgot what she was doing there. And she didn't even take her water jar with her, but she just had to run and go tell somebody about this experience. Uh, that she had had. And then we learn from Jesus about um, what was sustaining him, what was driving him forward. 
You know, many times I think it's easy for us to see obedience or doing God's will as a um, necessary evil. Uh, It's easy for us to look at obeying obedience as um, the thing that we have to add on to our faith just because it's the thing that we have to do. But that's not how Jesus viewed obedience. Um, The eternal son had assumed humanity, and in assuming his humanity, he became a human who, who was called to obey God and follow the laws of God. But Jesus tells us that in verse 34, he says, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Jesus was energized by obedience. Jesus was fueled by doing what God said. And he shifts the whole perspective for us that obedience is not a necessary evil. Obedience is living life the way God has intended for us to live. And so because Jesus is um, living this perfect human life and obeying the will of his Father, he's being sustained in his uh, difficult endeavors through his obedience. Um. You know, just a few other things I see here. I love verses uh, in this section about the harvest. Verse 38, basically Jesus is telling his disciples, you guys are going to get to bring in a lot of people into the church, but a lot of work has been done before you. Um, you know, we live in a time when it's easy for us all to want to think that we're self-made. We want to think that our accomplishes our accomplishments rest totally on our shoulders, but it's always a lie. Um, anytime we accomplish anything, uh, whether in our life or for for God, for that matter, um, God is the one who's always been working in, through, and around what we're doing. Um, God has used other people to lay groundwork. He's used other people to till the soil. And so when we see success in evangelism, in missions, in discipleship, in church planting, in church growth, when we see success, uh, we should always be humble enough to remember that there were people who did the same faithful work that we did who maybe didn't see the results. But that's the key. The results are not up to us. The results are up to God. And then finally, towards the end of this section, uh, we see a, a people that believe. We see a people who hear both the testimony of the woman and then the words of Jesus, and they are brought to believe. Um, faith is not just a generic thing. It doesn't mean that we just... Um, Uh, have some sort of positive feelings. No, faith has a specific content, and that content is Jesus Christ himself. He is the one whom we trust, the one whom we rest in. And anyone ever who will come to trust in Jesus will come to trust in him because of words that were spoken, that there will be an announcement, uh, an explanation of who Jesus is and what he has come to do. And that is what would lead us to trust him as it sa- as the passage ends in verse 42 as the savior of the world. Have a great discussion and we will con- look forward to continuing our John study next week.